Welcome to Belfast City Vineyard, where we are pursuing formation in the presence of Jesus, community gathered around him, and the impact he empowers us to bring in our families, city, and the world. The following message was given at one of our Sunday services. For more information, visit our website at BelfastCityVineyard.com. Well, again, Happy New Year, and my name is Andy, part of the team here at BCV. I hope your Christmas was a good one. I hope it was restful. Uh, well, lots of time to feast and enjoy yourself, to be with people you love, and to be with Jesus who loves you and who died for you and rose again and is ever present to us by his Holy Spirit to minister to us, to strengthen us, to bring his change and transformation and new life to us, to give us his gifts of renewal and expansive hope in him and his present and coming kingdom. So it's the first day of 2023 and that is really hard to believe we're there already. And I don't know how you feel at New Year, New Year's Day. Maybe you're one of these people that like, you're up for it. You love this time of year. You're super excited. Like 2023 is out there in the drive waiting for you with the engine running. Like, let's go for it. Let's do this. And it's stretching out before you like a blank slate. Could be the best year ever. And there's just some big things you are anticipating and looking forward to. And you are up for it and I, I love that actually uh, that feeling like it's all to play for this year fresh start and we're spoiled for choice on the endless possibilities awaiting for us but I've also uh, at times in my life felt kind of the opposite and maybe a lot of us that's how we feel uh, on New Year's generally or this particular New Year that it's just a bit hard to get going uh, last year, maybe we experienced that as a really tough year, and 2023 feels like we're going to be journeying through some troubled waters, and we just don't know how it's going to go. Or we kind of feel like, what's all the fuss really about? Like, not much is going to change. Like, I've tried, it's hard, I I'm really, really tired, uh, and not much is going to change. And I've been trying to get myself psyched up for a new year, but I just kind of can't get myself there. I'm carrying some wounds and some scars from the year gone by or the years gone by and it's just really difficult and engaging with it is really, really hard. So we don't want to get our hopes up and I've been there as well and I know how you feel. And chances are this morning we feel a bit of a mixture of both as we think ahead and move forward into 2023. And because of that, I just want to offer us a short New Year's encouragement for us as a church and actually offer us a practice that we could do today or in the days to come early in this new year to help us embrace and participate in this new year in maybe a different way. And it's going to be about reflecting on the year just past and preparing for a new year that's stretching out before us. And also it's it's going to be about receiving this new year, whatever it holds, as a gift. A gift and a kindness and a mercy from God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to us. So let's jump in. Let's talk about an uncertain new year. You know, I, I love to try and plan and organize uh, around new year and dream about what could happen if I put my focus on certain things for the year ahead or set goals. Some people set resolutions and things like that, and I love that, and that kind of fits my personality. And I, I think we should plan 
I think we should dream. I think we should intend to do things and all that goes with that. So I would say a big yes to all of that. But one of the most interesting things to me about this time of year is how we make all these plans which are really, really good, but we just don't know what is going to happen in the year ahead. It's just really uncertain. And part of that is absolutely terrifying that we don't know what is going to happen. And part of that is really exhilarating and refreshing because we just don't know what might happen. Because the truth is many of the things that we face in 2023 that will shape us and define us potentially for the rest of our lives, we currently can't see them yet. They'll come as a surprise and we can't actually prepare for them. They might be challenges we face or they might be blessings that come into our lives. But often we find that challenges can end up as blessings and blessings can end up to be challenges. And again, we can and should plan and intend, but we're going to face things that we can't see yet, let alone prepare for. And how it goes when we face those things depends on who we are becoming, who we are following, and who we are putting our faith and trust in. So because things are always uncertain, and because we just don't know what is right around the corner, and what the Lord has prepared for us in 2023, we need to turn our eyes and our hearts and our focus to Him. Jesus is the most certain and safe investment that we can make in 2023. He is the most certain way and truth to build our lives upon. And as we turn to Him in faith and learn to follow His way and embrace His certainty, uh, that will hold us firm on a solid foundation when everything else around us is uncertain. And as we do that, we become like Him. As we follow Him, we become a certain type of person. We become a person who is free and forgiven, full of His hope and joy and peace, no matter what the circumstances, able to resist sin and able to live with wisdom and purpose, able to receive His strength for whatever we face, able to see His life and transformation impact us and then everything all around us. Unfortunately, all of us are going to face hard things in 2023. I hate to break it to you, but that's just truth. And it doesn't mean God isn't good, and it doesn't mean God doesn't love us, and it doesn't mean God isn't real. It's the reality of living in a broken and fallen world that Jesus is redeeming and one day will redeem fully. But right now, we are where we are, and life isn't going to be perfect. And some of us are going to face grief and loss. Some of us are going to face illness in our own lives or in our family. Some of us are going to face uncertainty in our work. Uh, we're going to experience conflict in relationships. Some of us might experience deep pain, unexpected problems, things we didn't plan for or see coming. But again, that's part of us living in a falling world that is awaiting the return of Jesus. And it's part of the suffering that the scriptures talk about the people of God uh, will endure. And how all that goes for us in 2023 will depend on who you are becoming and who you are following and who you are let, letting form your soul and your heart and your life. But fortunately, all of us will also experience some really good things in 2023. Uh, many of us will, experience, will have long hoped for or uh, unexpected blessing just come crashing into our lives that we never thought would actually happen or we didn't even see coming. We'll just have 
blessing and the goodness of God and really amazing things just hit us. Some of us are going to see some really profound success in our lives. Some of us will receive promotion in work. Uh, Some of us will experience the joy of our families growing. Some of us are going to meet the person that we want to marry. Some of us will actually get married in 2023. A lot of us will experience financial blessing or a new job or new seasons of health physically, spiritually, or emotionally. Some of us will experience just new vision for our lives or hope that comes, comes crashing into us and new experiences with Jesus. And how those things go will depend on who you are and who you are becoming and who you're following and who you are letting form your soul, your heart, and your life. And what if we in 2023 faced uncertainty by abiding and staying and living in the friendship and love of the risen and reigning Jesus and allowed him to form us and shape us and and participated in how he enables us to become more and more like him so that when hard things and good things, blessings and sufferings or sufferings that turn out to be blessings come to us in 2023, we're standing on the certain ground of the Lord Jesus and we serve him and love him and others really, really well, no matter what. But how might we actually begin doing this in 2023? Well, I want to just talk about a little practice that I would just love if all of us just took some time today or whenever you're watching this to do. And it's about reflecting and preparing to move forward. One of the places that, again, we can begin to do this work of abiding and resting in Jesus in order to meet the good and the hard of the coming year is to actually look back so we can go forward, to do the biblical practice of reflecting. Reflecting is intentional time spent thinking about our lives, you know, what has happened to us in the past year, but not just in a kind of sitting there alone with my thoughts kind of thing, but in like an active, prayerful, seeking God in light of what has happened to me, a with God remembering uh, and a prayerful space. You know, what happened in the past year and what do the scriptures say about that? What does God say about that by his Holy Spirit to us? Reflection is a deep place where prayer, the scriptures, silence, solitude, remembering uh, all meet together. One of my favorite authors is uh, a pastor called Frederick Buechner of blessed memory. He went into the arms of Jesus in 2022. Uh, He lived well uh, into his 80s or maybe even his early 90s. And he was a pastor. Uh, He was more known as an author of both fiction and kind of spiritual writings. He writes beautifully. And uh, I want to give you a quote of his that says this. Uh, He says, listen to your life. Listen to what happens to you because It is through what happens to you that God speaks. It's in language that's not always easy to decipher, but it's there, powerfully, memorably, unforgettably. And listening to your life is one of the main themes in Buechner's writings. It's in his fiction and it's in his nonfiction. And he just constantly encouraged people to reflect on their lives and to see where God was moving and to practice this biblical practice of reflection. And in the Bible, we see Joseph doing this biblical practice. And we see in Genesis 50, verse 20, where after the death of his father, he speaks to his brothers who, when he was a very young man, sold him into slavery. 
Um, and he's reflecting on this, and it's this pinnacle moment of that section of Genesis. And he's clearly reflected with God on what has happened to him in his life. And he comes to this conclusion after long reflection about suffering and what has happened to him is that his brothers meant something for evil, but God turned it to good for the saving of many lives. That's after prayerful reflection with God, Joseph comes to that place. Uh, David, uh, in the Psalms that he wrote, those Psalms are his reflection, his life in prayer, his emotion, his prayers, how the Lord has met him and satisfied him and been faithful to him, and also those spaces where he has not yet seen uh, the goodness of the Lord and he does not quite understand uh, the paths that the Lord is having him walk. All those come out like cries and prayers in the Psalms, and, and they're just... The prayers and reflections, and it's the practice of a reflective heart and a reflective life. We love to talk about Luke chapter 2 uh, at this time of year, and it's there we see Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the famous uh, part of the scriptures there where she, it says that uh, everything that's happened to her, the angels and all these people appearing and, and talking about who this baby is, he says she ponders everything in her heart. And Mary in the scriptures is, is a woman of reflection, pondering and thinking and reflecting on who is this child that she has carried and given birth to. When we practice reflection, we name the things that have been hard and painful and have marked us. And that's incredibly healthy to be honest about those things. And then we seek God's face for healing and restoration and for what we might need to take some steps and actions in to sow mercy and forgiveness and health into our future. And when we're doing reflection, we also remember the goodness and faithfulness of God. We remember His gifts and remember how He's been faithful to us and how He has never let us go without. And then we're able to take those things and put our faith in them again, put our faith in God again as we stretch out into the future. And it helps us move forward with confidence, peace, and strength into the new year, building on the love and mercy and forgiveness of Jesus for us. So I would love to offer us up a practice. Again, take some time today, whenever you have some time, but early in the new year, uh, this would be amazing to do. Find some quiet in the next few days and reflect on the year that has just been passed. And if you've been around me or BCV for any length of time and you've heard our sermons and things like that, you know that I love questions. I love to ask questions and I love uh, to ask questions in prayer. I love to ask questions in sermons um, and I love to ask questions in meetings and every other time. And uh, I use questions as I remember and reflect on my own life. Uh, in the presence of God, and in the presence of the scriptures, and uh, as I spend, again, time with Jesus in prayer. I think they're especially powerful as we think about the past year and its effects on us. So I want to offer you just some suggestions, some prayerful questions as a reflection practice to, so that we can listen to our life and, more importantly, listen to God and His Word and what it says to us and about our life. And I think you might find that it powerfully prepares you. As you reflect on something that's been in the past, it will powerfully help you move into the future. So here's a few questions that I would just throw out for you. One of the questions would be, what can I learn? What can I learn? What was difficult? What was painful? What was hard in the year gone past? And what can I learn from that? Instead of it just being like I was beaten down, but like what, what is a, a way that we can learn and bring something into the new year? Who am I becoming? Who am I becoming? As we evaluate the year, like what has shaped and formed me 
And has it been Jesus and his goodness and his gospel and his faithfulness to us? Or have we actually been shaped and formed and even deformed by some of the choices we've made or ways in which the world has beaten and broken us? What do I want to take with me into the new year? That's a profound question. Like what, was, what, is, what were treasures last year that I want to take uh, forward? You know, so we might be thinking, well, where was God faithful to me? I want to take that forward and build on that faith in the new year. What are some of the lessons that were painful or hard-won lessons that I don't want to lose? Like, I don't want to go through the pain and then not apply them in the future. I want to take the hard-won wisdom and apply it in the future. So what are those things? What, 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 those are like the best kind of things to take in the future because they were, are hard-fought and hard-won and we've got the scars from them, but they set us up for a healthier and better future. Uh, where was I used by God? in the past year and how could I do more of that like how could I carry that into the future and build on that and what might God want to say to me about that some other set of questions that I find immensely helpful as we look back are what do I want to leave behind like what do I want to just leave in that last year that might be what beliefs patterns of sin or unbelief or brokenness that we know that that isn't God's best for us and we want to leave that in the past covered by Jesus' death for us. And we want to step forward in forgiveness and newness of life and a renewed mind. And we want to leave that stuff in the past and enter into a really good future. Another question that's really powerful and provoking as we look back is, what is undealt with in my life? And how could I take steps in the new year to actually dealing with it? You know, maybe it's an area of unforgiveness. Uh, maybe it's an area of conflict. How do I, with the help of Jesus, forgive those who have really hurt me or wronged me so that I can leave unforgiveness in 2022 and move forward free of that in 2023? Maybe it's offense. Like, where have I just taken offense at some things? Or even Jesus himself? Or where do I need to leave offense in 2022 and again emerge in 2023? free of that. Where do I need to make amends? Where do I need to make amends? That's a powerful, painful, difficult question, but could set us up for immense healing and immense healed relationships in our lives. You know, what moments did I miss in 2022? What things did I get wrong? Uh, what hurts have I caused? What can I take responsibility for? Uh, how can I confess and repent before the Lord? And how can I uh, find people that I've wronged and apologize to them and begin to restore a relationship or maybe even uh, renew a lost relationship that's been damaged. Where do I need healing? Where do I need healing? That's a profound question. How might 2023 be a year of healing for us? And how can I leave the broken bits in the past and step forward into a pattern and a plan of healing under the power of the Holy Spirit? Reflecting like this, practices like this, taking the time to listen to our lives, as Frederick Buechner would say, and what Jesus would say about our lives, it's, it's not just a looking back. It actually helps us steward and take responsibility for our lives and prepare to move forward into a new year by inviting Him to heal us and speak to us and give us wisdom and perspective where the Holy Spirit might speak to us about an action that we need to take or things that we need to leave behind, things that we need to embrace as we move forward. We get to experience the forgiveness and transformation that the gospel promises us and we begin to walk in grace in a new year. So as we reflect, we also prepare to move 
forward. And again, prayerfully, what if you asked more questions about moving forward and allowed Jesus to speak to you through his word and his presence? Um, Questions like, well, what do you need in 2023? What are you contending for and praying for in 2023? And how can you engage with God and, and make your requests known to him and offer them up to his feet? But also, how can you arrange your life so that you have more of what you need? What can only you bring to every situation and how can you prepare to do that well? Profound question as you think about the year ahead. What do you know that you're going to need to deliver on in 2023? That might be in a relationship or in your family or in a workplace. And and what can only you bring and how can you prepare to bring that in those situations? What can you not afford to miss? in 2023 and how can you begin to plan to be present those again might be opportunities at work what can you not afford to miss in key friendships in your life what can you not afford to miss in your family circles or if you're married in your marriage if you have children uh, amongst your children what can you not afford to miss in regards to your church family like what is the call of God on your life to serve in his body uh, in his name and what can you not afford to miss there and how can you how can you shape your life, make some real decisions about your life so that you're fully present to the things that you know Jesus is asking of you? you know, how can you arrange your life so that you know and trust and experience Jesus more in 2023 and you grow in him? Like, like those are profound questions that if we reflect on the past and we prepare to move forward could actually release powerful things for us in the new year and set us up to abide in Jesus well, to face difficult, hard, challenging things from a place of strength, and also to steward blessing incredibly well. When we do things like this, it's powerful. It's one of the ways we build friendship with Jesus by allowing Him into our lives and inviting Him to speak to us about our lives, allowing Him to shape and form us and and prepare us to move ahead. It's a way to be intentional and to move forward without denying that we face hard things and carry pain, but a realization and acceptance that we get to steward our lives and are actually called by God to live them really, really well. Frederick Buechner has another quote that I love. He says this, One life on this earth is all we get, whether it is enough or not enough. And the obvious conclusion would seem to be, at the very least, we are fools if we do not live it as fully and bravely and as beautifully as we can. I love that quote, Um, but we know that the only way for that quote to be more than just wishful thinking or a vaguely inspiring quote that disappears like a vapor when the first hard thing happens is by trusting in Jesus, by abiding in Him, by following Him, believing His gospel for salvation now and forever, building our entire lives upon His love and mercy, allowing that to transform everything around us, actually becoming the kinds of people who are like Jesus, wise and full of love and mercy and strong and powerful who leave the mark of the Savior everywhere we go. That's how we live our lives fully and bravely and beautifully, by living them with and building them upon Jesus, the most certain thing in the world. So let's do this. What if we did this? Let's reflect and prepare for this new year ahead. There will be amazing things and there will be hard things ahead. But let's receive this new year, 2023, like a gift. Even the parts that appear painful and difficult or not very much like gifts 
at all. And the blessings, let's receive those. And let's trust in Jesus that His eternal life holds us and is shaping and forming us and that He will be true to His Word and work all things for good forever. Let's pray. Lord, I thank You for this new year that is stretching out ahead of us. I ask that for the men and women and children of the vineyard that we would have time to reflect on the year past and to think about moving forward in the year ahead. So I pray that you'd speak to us. You'd speak to us by your word, by your Holy Spirit. That you'd identify things that we need to leave behind. And we need, and you would identify things that we need to carry with us into the future. That you would put your finger on things that we need to make amends for, that we need to sort, that you would uh, dismantle broken worldviews and, and assemble your kingdom worldview in us. Would you shape us and prepare us for all that you have for us ahead? And we proclaim as your people that we love you and we surrender our lives afresh to you in 2023. This first day of this new year, we dedicate again our lives to you and we say, Lord Jesus, use us for your glory. We trust you for salvation. We trust you for provision. We trust that you have a purpose for us as individuals and us as a church, that you will give us all we need and more. And we proclaim that we love you and worship you. Amen. Once again, Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to this message. For all the latest information about what's happening in the life of our church, or if you have any questions or comments, head over to BelfastCityVineyard.com.